Game over, man! Game over! I was thinking about it. I'm like, it's too clunky to be like, game over, pants, or whatever. It was yeah. just like... Pants so just over, it. geeks. Yeah. So leaving pants. it as game over, man. Game over. And that, the line is iconic. It is iconic. Uh, okay, so then if you want to leave that for last, then we can redo that. No. We're going to leave it. Because okay. you nailed it. Okay. I did. That was, that was, was a good good. one. That was, that was a good one. Okay. And if you haven't guessed, we're talking about aliens. That's right. If With you didn't watch the previous camcast, then you would not know that it's a one-two punch, much like our Terminator one and two camcast. I just realized I may have been wearing the same shirt. Oh, you think? Yeah, you probably were. You, well, you love that shirt. I do really love the shirt. And Good reason. And for good reason. It's an awesome but shirt. But I think I might also have been wearing the same sweater. Yeah. Say like watch. Well, the watch goes with the shirt. Yeah. I like to coordinate my watches with my shirts. Like, well, Ken changed between episodes. Look at this dirty fuck over here. To be fair, <laughs> I'm, I'm well, well bathed. Mm. Not clean shaven, but I'm well bathed. Yeah. Uh, as I had said in our previous camcast on Alien, uh, what I love about this is that Alien is an incredible movie. It is absolutely incredible. It, it, it is all the things it should be. It, it is an excellent sci-fi flick. It is an absolutely horrifying horror flick. Mm -hmm. uh, the themes, everything it touches upon, the acting, the chemistry, the writing, yep. the grittiness to it. Uh, that's one thing I, I didn't get a chance to touch upon. One of the reasons why I liked it was because it seemed like it was around our corner. So it wasn't so futuristic that you were just like, like it wasn't like glossy like Star Trek. Okay. Right? Yep. So it's a bit more of like Star Wars, where it's a, like the older Star Wars, where it's a little grittier. You know what I mean? Like even their high tech uh, technology is still like really DOS shit. Yeah. But this one, much like Terminator 2, is better in every shape. Like in every respect, it's a better movie. It's like obviously there's more budget involved. So, but it's also. I wish I would have looked that up beforehand because I bet you this budget's huge. I bet you. I bet you it's probably double. Yeah. If not triple what it was beforehand. Oh, easily. But then again, we're also dealing with multiple aliens. Multiple aliens. We're also dealing with the world. queen. So yeah, this entire the colony. queen alone probably cost a fortune. Yeah. And the one thing I'd like to is, and I'm saying this with in, in regards to Covenant, is that like the practical effects in this, everything looks real. None of this looks fake. We all know it's fake. But because of the animatronics, because of the costume design, and I, I, I didn't realize, I, I always forget that it's Stan Winston, who's yeah. like one of my favorites. Yeah. He's so good. And when you see like the queen. He did Pumpkinhead, and that's a shitty fucking movie. But Pumpkinhead looked cool. But you know who else was in Pumpkinhead? Lance Henriksen. He was. Bishop. He was. He was. Yeah, when you, when you watch the queen in this movie, like the way she moves and everything, you can see shades of the T-Rex and everything that Winston's going to create for Jurassic mm -hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Oh, man. So good. So good. So, Sigourney Weaver's back. Now, I like that you have the director's cut mentioned here. Because I actually, the version I watched was the director's cut. Okay, I love that cut. That's my favorite. That's, That's my I, absolute that's favorite. I always watch. Because when I watched Aliens the first time, I just watched the regular one. So, Same here. I missed Theatrical out the first time. on the part where <clears throat> Ripley learns that her daughter passed away. Yeah. Because it's 57 years of her just floating in space, essentially. They just kind of found her, mm -hmm. which I thought was like really cool. Um, and it also, 
makes the corporation sound even more malicious because 57 years go by, right? And the first thing that she says is like, well, the alien fucking killed us all. Like, I was lucky enough to kill this thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, all right. Yeah. Which is crazy because the whole purpose of the first movie was to find the alien and bring it back. But then they're like, nah, maybe you're just remembering things wrong. All right? Again, you're a woman, remember? Mm -hmm. Right? And she's like fucking pissed. She's being reprimanded, possibly being fired. You know, and she's like smoking because she's just like... And also dealing with the fact, because if you think about it, when she closed her eyes, she had just killed that thing. When mm-hmm. she opened her eyes, she's still in that moment. Yeah. And on top of that, she finds out that, A, it's 57 years later. B, her daughter is dead. Okay. Um, at least Jones is still there. Jones is still there. Jones is still there. Yeah. And then we get to meet super, cr- like, cringy douchebag Burke, mm. played by Paul Reiser. And I never thought I could really hate Paul Reiser until I watched Aliens. No. You know what it was? I never thought I could like Paul Reiser until I watched Mad About You. Yeah. Because all I ever knew was Burke. And Burke is, it's great because he does the character well enough that you you can understand why Ripley believes him. Mm-hmm. We don't, though. Like, I remember just feeling like, I don't know. I don't know. Because um, also, like, Paul Reiser had that bit part in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Uh, no, Beverly Hills Cop 2. No, it was Beverly Hills Cop. That's right, it was Beverly Hills Cop. But he's basically being like Paul Reiser, yeah. right? Whereas here, you're like, oh, you're a fucking scumbag. And like a scumbag. Like, there's no if ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Like, with Dallas, yes, he's the captain. Mother gave him his orders, and he needs that specimen. He wasn't bringing uh, Kane under the ship because of the orders, per se, he wanted to do both. He wanted to save his friend and make Mother happy. Mm-hmm. Burke doesn't give a fuck. No. Burke's a company man. He doesn't give fuck. He will say and do whatever it takes to get what he wants. And what he wants is an alien. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's it. That's all. We can get an egg. Oh, great. If everyone dies, but we get an egg, I don't give a fuck. Why are we even talking about this? Yep. Mission is done. We got an egg. We can create our perfect weapon. To rule the space age, which they're already doing. That's the part, the other part that I'm always just like, they're so evil. They're already running everything. But they need to have this biomechanical weapon for what? <laughs> like, what What more domination do yeah. you need? It doesn't sound like there's a risk of them losing either. Like, it doesn't sound like any, like, there's no... Riots, no, uh, you know, there's no, like, rebels mm-hmm. rebelling against the corporation. In fact, the only one that really seems to be pissed off at the corporation is Ripley, and she has every right to be pissed off. Oh, God, yeah. She's, you know, she's woken up, and she's found out that the mission is still, and always will be, the aliens. So even in Alien 3, you're really like, man, why isn't she leading the rebellion against the corporation? Oh, yeah, because the corporation's so huge. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, they can't do it, right? Um, anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, Wayland yutani that's that's right. The corporation... 
she tells him, they say, fuck you, like, it's all bullshit, right? Yeah. And then, next thing you know, what's the the, the planet that they're going to? Oh, they're going back to LB-426. That's right, they're going because the it's a colony. Yeah. That's right. That part actually tripped me out yeah. when we're looking at, like, in the director's cut, when they show Newt's family. Because that part, I was literally like, what the fuck are they doing on this planet? Why the fuck are they, like, getting out? And then, like, they, the parents leave to do whatever their job was. They leave the kids in the vehicle. And I remember just being like, this is fucked. Like, does nobody know that this planet... Like, in the 57 years, they colonized this, but nobody sees anything? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They haven't made it to that cave. And then they get to the cave, and then I was like, holy shit, like... And what I like, too, is that... So we've got two types of world building. We've got Ripley being reintegrated into the world that she no longer knows. Yep. Uh, more <clears throat> insight into the corporation. But now we're getting into uh, the insight of what has happened on the planet since then. Just the fact that they colonized. That part, I, I thought, was one of those, like, how arrogant are you? Yeah. That this alien life form that no one's ever seen before was found on this planet, this moon, and then... Your first thought was, well, we lost the ship. The only known survivor is lost. Everyone else is dead. Let's put up a fucking collie on this place. Let's actually have people living on this thing. Let's do that move, right? And I can't help but feel like it was, it was, uh, the colony was literally created just so that they could find another alien. That was it. That's my feeling on this. And if I missed something where they said that that's exactly what they're doing, <laughs> all right, you know what? It's been a week since I watched this movie. Yep. <laughs> so, so sue me. Yep. All right, Geek Pantsers, sue me. Don't actually do that. I don't have any money. It'll be a waste of your time. <laughs> um, yeah, she agro- uh, agrees to go back as long as uh, all the aliens are exterminated. But no, actually what I love too is originally she's like, I'm not going back. There's no fucking well, way yeah, I'm going At back. first it was no. And... This reminded me all the way back to one of our first Geek Pants camcasts with Chris Fedick. And I was saying, like, it always blows my mind that, like, they never go, like, I'm not going back. I'm never going back. And then he he chimes in with, well, that's how Ripley was in Aliens. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. She was literally like, I'm not going back on that fucking planet. I'm not going anywhere near that mm-hmm. fucking planet. There's no way you're ever going to get me on that planet. And then Burke works his like just slimy magic and he's just like hey look if we see anything we'll just kill him we'll make sure that nobody lives like they're all dead every single alien or xenomorph they're dead and you don't even have to get off the the ship you can stay on the ship i didn't mean to freak you out i went like that and you were like ah why would you well i i but you know what i mean like like he works his scumbag magic and she goes okay all right, yeah, okay. And then gets there, and then, like, like, it was one of those where I was just like, but what did you think was going to happen? Your last known contact with the corporation was reading an excerpt where they basically said, we don't give a fuck about anything except yeah. for that alien. Yeah, if any alien back, they can all die. all we want. If it's Dallas and you, Ash, great. If it's just you and the alien, Ash... Well, frankly, even better, because then we don't have to pay anyone who's alive there. Yeah. Right? And so, but, so I guess uh, that would be the only other thing where it's kind of similar to the 
the quarantine thing where immediately Ripley's like, no! And then as soon as it looks like he's okay, it's like, hey man, cool. Come on the ship. Let's get yeah. some food in you. So in this one, it's just like, literally, the last known thing she has is them saying, we don't give a fuck. And she's just like, you know what, Burke, I can trust you. You I can trust. Yeah. The rest of the corporate guys that pay your paycheck, I don't trust them. But you, you're you, the guy. I see promise You're going to kill you. them. You're going to exterminate them. And I don't have to leave the ship. Ah, oh, man, that's great. That is great. And then immediately she finds out. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, though, like they do show up with some of the most bitching Marines I've ever seen. Oh. I guess th I thought about this. The only Marines, the only sci-fi Marines that I think that are almost as cool would be the ones from Starship Troopers. Another great movie. Oh, yeah, those are cool Marines. And you know what? Another great sci-fi movie by who? Paul Verhoeven from RoboCop That movie is great too. Yeah. Starship Troopers. Yeah, that was a cool movie. So good. It was cool. It was. It was. It had that B movie vibe, but it, it was. Big budget. You know what I love too is it's that B movie like propaganda film. Yeah, it was just fucking awesome. Neil Patrick Harris was in it. Every everyone that was supposed to be a big deal of that period was in that. Casper Van Dien. Yeah, that was supposed to be his big shot into the mainstream. It wasn't. It wasn't. Partly because he's a terrible actor. There's two women in it, right? Uh, one of them was Rebecca Gayer. One of them. Yes. Okay, her and then. Uh, I can't remember Dina, her Dina name. or something. But she, she, was, she was in on Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was Oracle. Yeah, that's right. I watched yeah. a couple episodes of that show. I know. I watched, you watched the entire season. I watched season. the whole thing. Well, it was like 11 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard the Birds of Prey. Plus, Huntress was pretty hot. They all were pretty hot, to be I, fair. They all were pretty I mean, hot. Ashley Scott was... Ugh. Huntress... That was a shitty version of Huntress, though. I hated that Yeah, version. it was, but she was hot. Like, for some reason, like, Batman and Catwoman hook up, and then she's a metahuman? Yeah. Even though... Because Catwoman was a metahuman in that world, right? Oh, was she? She was a legit Catwoman, I think. Oh! Because Huntress had the cat eyes. Yeah, I remember... I, I thought it was just, like, luck of the draw she was a metahuman. Oh, maybe. Like, I don't... Because Canary... I watched it, like... Canary was a metahuman years. as well, but she was, I think, the daughter of the original Canary... But she didn't, like, they didn't know that or something yeah. like that. Because she was, like, a foster kid or something. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. I hated that show. I thought. Yeah. I wanted to like it. Hated it. Anyway, so getting back to this. So the action is on point, which I loved. Like, action's really good. Oh, I mean. But what I, I love about this, though, is now, like, in the first movie, it's fucking scary because we're basically just dealing with, like, delivery guys who are now trying to survive this thing that they've never contacted before in their entire lives. Yeah. So they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, like, like uh, Ripley literally survives by the skin of her teeth. Like, she's lucky to be alive. Mm -hmm. And Jonesy, too. Lucky to be alive. And now they did a great job of, okay, now we got fucking Marines. Like, we got, what's her face? Uh, Vasquez. Ah, uh, you she's, knew exactly what it was. Vasquez awesome. is, like, fucking chin-ups. Yeah. Pissed, like... Basically pissing fire with the rest of these guys, yeah. you know. So Walking like, around that huge friggin' turret gun. You're like Jesus Christ! Like yeah. who? How? Who could possibly kill these things? Or who could kill the Marines? Like how can the aliens stand a chance? Yeah. Well, then you see there's 
entire fucking yeah, planet. more than I mean, one alien. It's not just one. When they say aliens, it's a fucking plural, yeah. you know. But I, I like that they also introduced the concept of the queen. Mm -hmm. So that I thought was really cool. So the queen is the one that gives birth to all of them. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, But you don't find out to the very end. Like, you have no idea where all these aliens are coming from. Right. But then when you finally get to that point, you're just like... It would make sense, right? Eggs. Never once an alien did you go, where the eggs come from? No. You just, they were there. Yeah. You never questioned it. They were there, and then they, they spawned facehuggers, and then from facehuggers, comes the aliens, mm -hmm. right? Well, now, now you know that it's from a queen. The queen lays all the eggs, yeah. and then from there comes all these aliens. Like, oh, fuck. Mm. I remember the first time seeing that queen and just being like, holy shit. So... Because, like, in the in Alien Campcast, I talked about how I watched this movie first, which I did. Yeah. I'm actually really glad that I waited so long to watch the original, so that when I did watch it, I was legit, like, scared. Because I, a part of it is diminished because you see the sequel, so you know that she survives, right? Mm -hmm. But again, like, my, my point in the last Campcast was that this movie is so good, or that movie is so good that you forget that she lives, yeah. right? Yeah. So... So on this one, it's the same thing. Like, I knew... Actually, I didn't know she was going to live in this one. But you have a feeling towards the end that she's going to. Especially because, like... Her relationship with Newt. Yeah, that part was really, really cool. That was a cool introduction, too, with Newt. Because they were, like, just showing the fast motions. Like, you thought it was an alien at first. Yes, that fake out, too. Like, you're thinking, oh, there's another alien. There's another yeah. alien. And then it's this little girl. This little girl. This little girl... Who has outlived her family? Yeah, she's found this little spot, like fucking. Just managed the wall. to figure out how to dodge all of these aliens, mm -hmm. whose sole purpose is to kill her. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, she's food for them. Yeah. Okay, and then they they basically, and I can't remember how long she was there by herself, but she was there long enough that it was long insane. Long time. Like it was insane. Like even I think Ripley was like. I don't think it was years, but months. Yeah. It was long enough that Ripley was like, all by herself for this long? Like, yeah. what the fuck? But I love this because, again, like, it's another subversion because, and it's crazy to think, like, in 86, but then again, I guess they would have had to because uh, Alien was a subversion, mm -hmm. you know, female hero. But everything about it, like, the males are the ones getting raped, which you all never see. You almost never see that kind of stuff. And I don't mean raped in the sense that it's sexual. I just mean, like, in the, the pseudo-sexual nature of the alien and how it incubates. Mm -hmm. Could be they they actually refer to it as male rape constantly in, in articles written about this. So in this so now but you also have uh it's so crazy. This young girl is evading and surviving when realistically she should have been torn apart months ago. Yeah. Within minutes like her parents but and and her brother too. But she's fine. She's like yep. relatively fine. Like I mean obviously Well, I mean she's scarred mentally. Majorly, yeah. You can you can't she does bounce not back trust these humans. You can't, no, no, of course like, not. Like she's, she wants nothing to do at first with, with Ripley. No, and then she starts to gain like, Ripley gains her trust. Yeah, but she's still not really into these guys over here. No, especially Burke. Well, that's reason. what I like too. Is that she she saw through Burke right away? Oh God, yeah, right away. Yeah, you know, um. Oh, where are we here? Yeah, that the 
Ripley Bishop stuff was crazy. The introduction of Bishop was really cool, though. Yeah. Really cool. Because they're all, like, now the the Android stuff is so integrated into them. That it's a party trick. Hey, man, do the knife thing. But I thought it was awesome. It's like, okay. And then puts Bill Paxton's hand over his. Did you read about that? No. Apparently, Matt Hankerson was practicing that for months. That's him really doing it with a knife. Oh, no, I knew that. That's right. I knew that. Yes. He I grabbed Bill Paxton's hand and put it on there. Bill Paxton had no idea. That's even cool. So then he was doing this. So Bill's reaction of going, Aah! that's real. That's, you know what? And that nick that Bill Paxton gets, that's the, he got really got cut. That's awesome. I yeah. knew that he had practiced that, but I didn't know that, I didn't know that they forced Bill Paxton's hand in real yeah. life. That's awesome. Yeah. But also, like, if you think about it, <laughs> like, directors back in the day were fucking pricks oh man i mean sure it's james cameron so we know he's a fucking prick he's a perfectionist but he's also a prick yeah like but even like ridley scott pulling that shit with john hurt and stuff you're just like the fuck yeah. the biggest prick though stanley kubrick in the shining yeah fucking what like, he did to destroyed that uh, Stan, or, uh, shirley Duvall. just destroyed her like for life for a movie destroyed her for a movie that isn't that good, okay? I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from this, but The Shining isn't that good of a movie. Yeah. It's a better book, for one. Uh, second of all, like, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. But it's not... A cl I don't think it's a classic. But maybe it's because I'm not a huge Stanley Kubrick fan. Mm -hmm. That could be it. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I remember... Uh, was I Dwight Shut was a pile of garbage. Oh, man. God, I hate oh. Oh, that was a weird one for us to watch together. That was a weird one for us to watch together, but the worst part was is that like we weren't we weren't watching it just for the like the nudity. That was an aspect, yes. I mean, who doesn't want to see Nicole Kidman naked and a borderline orgy flick, right? Yeah. But fuck that was such a terrible movie. I remember if that if I remember correctly, that was also the time period where Tom Cruise also came out in and around with Manila Sky. Yeah, it's close. And Vanilla Sky it got shit close. on by the credits or yeah. the critics, but I actually think it's in reverse. Like this is an infinitely better movie than Ice White Shut. Visually, written, everything. Way mm -hmm. better. But anyway. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, where are we here? Uh, okay, yeah, so we got the Bishop stuff, more action in the first movie, meeting new uh Burke wants to make. Oh, this yeah, when Ripley finds out that he wants to bring the specimens back. But Back to Earth is insane. It's one thing to bring it back to a corporation outpost or whatever. Yeah. But to Earth, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, and of course, like, she, Ripley is beyond pissed because they're, not only are they supposed to be exterminated, but it's just like, like, her experience with the alien is, there's no stopping it. Like, mm -hmm. there literally is no stopping it. So, like, blowing it up in space is the only way to get rid of it. So now you're thinking about it, and you're like, well, why the fuck would you bring it to Earth? Like, that just seems so asinine. Like, how arrogant is this corporation to yeah. think, like... And the whole purpose is to make a weapon anyway. Yeah. But how can you control this thing? And that's I think that's where the arrogance comes in, is that they think that they'll be able to make it so that they control it. And of course, which leads to, like, uh, Aliens 4. Human nature. Or Aliens Resurrection. Yeah. That's uh, the main plot of that one. Yeah. Which, hmm. Didn't work out so well for us humans. So after she gets pissed at him, she has a nap with Newt, wakes up locked up That's with a face hugger in the room. Two 
face two hookers. Face in the room. Not just one, the two, two. The two bottled specimens. He put them in the room with with them. I was like, holy fuck. And then you, can you imagine watching Mad About You and being like, oh, hey, he's a regular dude. It's like, fuck you, Burke. Fuck you. <laughs> Burke's great, 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 great grandfather. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Like, that's like... He's a scumbag to begin with, yep. but that's like the worst thing ever. Like, if you thought Ash was a prick because he he watched, like he let her read that thing because he knew he was gonna kill her. Yeah, that's a prick move. Mm -hmm. He's also he's an android. android. He's, with, he's with programming. Yeah. yeah, there's programming and stuff like. This I is mean, just a douchebag human. He's just a piece of shit, and then for him to do that too. And up to this point, we still haven't seen any aliens. No, this is all just human drama. Once Hicks gets them out of that room, then it's on. That's when we start getting that. Oh, they're coming in from all sides. And... Oh, that tracking beacon. Mm. Every time I hear that tracking beacon, it yeah. immediately brings me back. And they're looking around, and there's nothing. And then it's on top. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. the, there's the bits of the acid that drops through, or no, the bits of that saliva. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Put it. So who put their head up? Was it, it wasn't Hicks, right? Was it Hicks? Someone, Hicks. someone pokes their that's head right. up and they see them crawling. That's right. And there's a bunch coming for them. Yeah. That's right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That scene actually reminds me of a scene in Seminole Classic, The Blob. Ah. Where it's in the vents. Yeah. And the one guy sticks his head up in the vents and then you see it come right for him. And then that's that whole huge, awesome scene where you see it just like getting bigger in the theater like ugh, that's i gotta rewatch that movie mm -hmm. that's it's been a while i gotta rewatch that a one. while on the blob yeah too long actually too long was it matt dillon i think that was uh one of his first roles he played the cool guy matt motorcycle dillon. yep uh. and shawnee smith <laughs> yep yeah yeah right there that um, was crazy. The, the ambush. You never team. saw that happening, and then all of a sudden they just fucking like, get ripped apart. The Marines are getting a little like, ah, we got this. Man. What the they're getting, they're Marines. Yeah. They're, but that's the part too where I was like, yeah, you're Marines, but you're not, you're not trained for this. No. You have no idea what you're in for. Like they're not coming from you from all sides. They're coming from above. They're coming from underneath. But the as far as like. We know they've never had any contact with aliens. No, this is it. This is the first time that they've oh, yeah. ever had contact with aliens. Yeah, and on this grand scale. But yeah, they, they're fucking cocky. They're a marine force that jumps between colonies. That's right. They which like, haven't had to deal with aliens before. But still, they managed to handle everything else. So why wouldn't they? Right. Yep. I think Michael Beans uh, Hicks is the only one that's not cocky about this mm. because he believes Ripley. That's the other part. The other marines don't believe Ripley. Yeah. They're just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring it in. Burke thinks you know what you're talking about. Whereas he buys into it. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was really, really cool. But, but it's also Michael Bain. Yeah. Bain. Bain. Whatever you want to call Bain. Yeah. Um, I guess it would it be solid... Let's see. Solid Kyle Reese Hicks. That's Solid Kyle Reese Hicks. That's so terrible. But that is his three most iconic roles. It is. Followed closely by The Abyss. In which he was the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, actually. The Abyss. But Watch I wouldn't it. say that's one of his iconic roles because I forget he's in that movie. 
Ah, see. I always forget he's in that movie. It's and not I love one of his iconic roles, but I mean... I love that movie. I think of That's one of well. my favorite Alien movies, actually. Yeah. Because that ending is crazy. It's beautiful. It is. It's absolutely it's beautiful. Such a beautiful end. But it's such a crazy good movie. Yeah. It, it, like I said, one of my favorite Alien movies of all time. Anyway. Easily. All right. <clears throat> so yeah, so we get the ambush scene. Uh, Ripley drives Aaron McCarr through. Sit, rescues... Loved- the survivors. I loved that scene. I thought that was so... Like, that's where I go, okay, this is badass Ripley. Yeah. Like, Ripley now is like, fuck this shit. Yeah. We're getting out of here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. We're getting off this planet, and that's it. And even if I have to nuke the planet, that's what we're going to do. This part with the nuke, though, well, that every single time I watch that scene... Where it just comes out of the water behind her? Freaks me right the fuck out. And I and it almost you know breaks my heart too because like you're like well she's dead mm-hmm. she's dead yeah. there's no way she's not right but that scene coming out of the water oh my nuts tighten every time I see that that's how fucking freaky that movie is for people watching us uh, women primarily I'm sure there's half of our subscribers are women I'm sure of it there's no way I mean it can't be. Why wouldn't they be? They're geeks. That's right. So, just in case you don't know, when men uh, get scared or when they get any sort of adrenaline rushing or have to do any sort of actual exertion of sorts, our nuts tighten. It's a way of protecting them to make sure that they don't... Because, you know, they dangle for the most part. They just kind of flop around. So then they have to tighten, otherwise they could be hurt. So that's why my nuts nuts tighten in that scene. Mm. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Now we're good. Nuts are good now. Right now, my nuts are fine. Fine. I'm not afraid or good. Adrenaline rushing or good anything. Good for you like that. and your nuts. Mostly my nuts. Mostly your nuts. Mostly my nuts. Anyway. So yeah. So news taken. Yep. And immediately Ripley's like, "I gotta save her because I kept all these Marines alive, nukes alive." Yep. I believe it. That's right. She's alive. That's right. And she hits the fan. Well, fuck! You see all the eggs. You see all the eggs. You see the queen. Like And she's hooked up just into that sack. Like bird. just unroll the red carpet is really that's how they introduce the queen. The carpet is the eggs. Cause you see the eggs and you're like, holy fuck. This is crazy. Like yeah. what is like she's gonna torch the eggs. But then you see the queen and then you're like, This is insane. Like this is horrifying. Like, how do you make Anything scarier than a bunch of aliens. You show the alien queen. Yep. And yeah, hooked up to a sack. You're just like, this is god-awfully fucking scary. Like, I can't get over this. But it does lead to one of the coolest scenes in any movie. So much of it. Like, she's got new... She's running... Okay, so, well, Bishop's back on the ship with with Hicks. And Bishop's good. Bishop's good. Bishop's good. Hicks is injured. Hicks is injured. I mean, I mean, like... Bishop's a good guy. Like he's a good, oh, he's a good he's guy. He's a good android. He's a good guy. He's yeah. a good android. He's a good boy. Yeah, a little pat on the head there. Good bishop. Hey, bishop. So yeah, so now she's setting up these these bombs to go off, right? Yep. The place starts exploding. She's running for it with Newt. Alien Queen is pissed that the eggs are getting blown and shit. That's yeah. scary. When that thing is fucking like screaming, like yeah. you can almost. Like, Fuck you, Ripley! I'm gonna yeah. fucking kill you! Rips apart from the sack and starts chasing oh. her through the corridors. 
The thing is massive too. Oh, huge! This thing is not like uh, like a normal size alien, it, which it, is no. is big to begin She's with. She's got to be what twelve feet at least. I put her at 12 to 20. 12 to 20. Somewhere in there. Um, Ginormous. Ripley gets to the elevator with Newt. Oh! Oh, no, no, sorry, yeah. Gets to the elevator with Newt. Keep going. And then uh, they're they're up. They're waiting for the ship. And then the other elevators coming up behind them. And they're like, what the? Yeah. Opens up. Queen walks out of the elevator. Like, holy shit, she can ride an elevator. Yeah, fuck. But uh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, The foreshadowing. Like, when you watch this movie for the second time, you go, like, you think, you say to yourself, well, no wonder she used the exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. Because they have that scene showing her how good, she, showing them, like, she's literally like, no, I can help. And they're like, you can use that. Mm-hmm. She's like, watch me. Boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. And they're yep. all just like, <laughs> you can almost hear them popping boners in unison. Because, because it's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. That she's, like, nothing. Nothing phased her. She just went in, locked in, moved some shit around, boners popped, and everyone was like, oh my god, that Ripley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> that Veronica Bond. What a sweet <laughs> piece of ace. <laughs> the only reason I bring this up is, like, uh, so while Friday will be my last day at the Power Center, which has been a great run, Steve Bailot recently has been saying, I've been using Veronica Vaughn as a way to acknowledge that a woman's attractive. And I'm like, that is genius because it's one of the greatest scenes ever, you know, where it's like, that Veronica Vaughn, what a sweet piece of ace. And I should know. And no, no, you don't. (laughs) Well, my friend knows. No, no, he doesn't. No, no, he does not. (laughs) All right, everybody on the bus. Great. Grand. (laughs) Rest in peace, Chris Farley. You will always be missed. But anyway. So uh, what were we talking about? I think I was talking about popping boners. Popping boners. Right. So anyway, that foreshadowing, though, like in retrospect, you think about it, you're like, of course she's going to use that to fight the queen. Well, you don't think about it. Until you get there. Like, they're on the ship. You think everything's good now. They're on the ship. They're taking off. That oh, step out of that. landing that, gear won't go up. Oh, man. The landing gear won't go up. The, st- the, the second that thing steps off the elevator, though, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? She's seriously pissed she killed her babies. Of course. Very angry. She's so pissed she ripped her sack off just to fucking... Kill you. I've never been that pissed. I've never been My that pissed. My sack is intact. I hope to God I'm never so pissed that I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, you have to die. Can you imagine that? No, I can't imagine that. A guy would be like, I'm not fucking with this guy. I, that's how the fight went the sack in. off. That's how, like, I joke. I say, like, I, I, if yeah. I ever have to fight, like, at my age now, if I have to fight, I gotta fight, like, a fucking crazy person. Yeah. And I mean, like, like if you want to fight, all of a sudden, you know, I'll be like, yeah, let's go. And then I'll start taking my clothes off. And then you'll have no choice to be like, wait, what the fuck are you... I'm taking my clothes off, man. I'm going to fight you naked. Mm -hmm. You're not going to want to fight me after that. Yeah. You're going to be like, if he's naked, what else is he going to do? Maybe rip my nuts off. Don't even want to know. Maybe rip rip my sack off just to fight you. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. Fuck, man. Well, first of all, the, like, ripping Bishop in half is insane. Like, crazy. Because, again, you still get skim milk android blood. Yeah. Which, ugh. Ugh. And you Levitskis love your skim milk. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Not, not anymore. that I made that connection. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. 
no skim milk with this boy. <laughs> it's it's a, every time I, I uh, think about skim milk now, it reminds me of a quote from Ron Swanson from a classic <laughs> show called Parks and Recreation, where or well Parks and Rec, where he goes, "There's a there's only one thing more that I hate than a liar, and then skim milk, which is water lying about being milk." <laughs> <laughs> And that's about the extent of my Ron Swanson. Yeah, that's about it, though. But that's so good. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Water. It's hardly any flavor. I mean, it's refreshing, I guess, if you're really thirsty. Yeah. I've always been a 2% guy. So I remember, too, being a 2% guy and then going to your house and having skim milk. And it's just like, well, I'm a guest, so I'm not going (laughs) to say anything, but... You know, this isn't milk, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Can I have some flour to thicken this up a little bit? But I think the rationale was that, like, skim milk is healthier than milk. Back then. But if you really looked at it, it wasn't much better. Now they're saying that's not healthier. It's not milk. much better. It's like, like, it's a marginal thing. Like, it doesn't have the fat, but it also has zero calcium content <laughs> to help your bones. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it uh, tastes like shit. So, really, why were we drinking it? There anymore? you go. So. <laughs> So yeah, now we get uh, Ripley going into the uh, exosuit cargo loader. <laughs> the biker you know queen. Cool, you know how cool that scene is? They actually parodied that parodied that scene in Archer. <laughs> they parodied that scene in Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Oh wow! The end of Conquer's Bad Fur Day, you fight the alien queen and conquers in the suit. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm I'm never going to play that game, though. I remember my brother playing it on the 64, and I was all like, oh my god, this is Aliens! That's really cool. That's really cool. And Conker's all like, come on, you motherfucker, let's do this. Yeah, that part, I remember uh, watching James play uh, the shit boss, and just being like, and I wasn't that, I was young, too, and I remember just being like, this is dumb, like, I hated the premise. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understood why they did it, and it was very creative, but I was like, this is just, this is, like... This is uh, saying fuck for the sake of saying fuck. Like, you know, having a shit boss. Yeah. Just so you could say you had a shit boss. Although he had teeth made out of corn, which was funny. Yeah. Which is only funny because it's shit. And if you eat corn and have a shit, chances are. Like, that pisses me off because you go, like, I distinctly remember chewing. (laughs) (laughs) All my food. You're all whole again. And yet, here we are with... What has happened? Anyway, back to the exoskeleton fight. That is fucking awesome. Like, so fucking awesome. But they still do it in a way where there's still a possible doubt that Ripley's going to come out of this. Yeah. You know, like, she might not make it. And then, of course, they, they fucking blow her into space. Yeah. I do, I love that you, you have the quote about... Oh, it makes me laugh every time. Because it's ridiculous. You seeing Bishop's torso blowing around? Like, ah! <laughs> You're just like, oh it makes my me laugh. God. It's hilarious. Funny. It is funny. It's, it's funny. It's one of those where they, you, I know why they kept it in the shot, but now you're like, just take it out because it, it kind of ruins the yeah. moment. Yeah, it's, it's Be- especially because for you, you spend the part of that scene going, oh yeah, the torso's coming up. That torso's coming up. That torso part. You know. <clears throat> mm. Great movie. I love this movie. Oh man, it's a classic. Both movies are classics, just like Terminator 1 and 2, but, and like I said too, like both of them are, are absolutely awesome on their own. Both Terminator 1 and both Alien, like both of those first movies, ended, and you, they ended. Like, they didn't have to do a sequel. Yeah. Okay? Then they do a sequel. 
and both of them are infinitely better than the originals, but they add to it. So, like, it's almost like now if you watch Terminator 1, you have to watch Terminator 2 within a couple of days. Yeah. You watch Alien, you have to watch Aliens, watch Aliens. within a couple of it's days. It's a marathon. I'm Everything after those two... You could watch if you want. You could. Or don't. There's times when I will, but... I, I don't ever see myself watching uh, Alien... Re Resurrection? Resurrection again. Because I didn't like it the first time around. Yeah. And I haven't liked it any single time I've watched it. Uh, I remember liking Alien 3. I don't remember not liking Alien 3. I liked that they took the concept of how the alien will take on the physical attributes of what it incubates in. So when it incubates in the dog, now it's uh, it's bipedal. Yeah. As opposed to, like, humanoid, right? Which I thought that was a really nice touch, even though the dog designs look terrible. Mm. Like, special effects on the dog are like, oh, God. But that I thought was really, really cool. Um, plus, I liked that it was a prison camp, like prison planet. Mm -hmm. But overall, like, it's not, it's not the worst of the batch. No. That would be the AVP movies. But that's the worst Aliens and worst Predator movies, period. Yeah. But the only thing I'll say about those, like, if you like those movies, there's nothing wrong with liking those movies because when those movies came out, I wasn't like, oh, man, like, this is going to be... It was like, I know what the movie they're trying to do. I know what they're doing with this, and that's fine. Like, I'll... I can't critique it because it is what it is. Yeah. You yeah. know? <clears throat> Yeah. And especially because, like, there are people that have those movies in both Predator and Alien continuity, and then there's people that say they're not canon at all. And that's fine. I mean, they're not really... They're not really attached at all, when you think about it. Like, Wayland is... mentioned? <clears throat> I can't remember. I can't remember. It's been so long since I watched Yeah, them, no, and to be honest, I, mean, I couldn't recall really... You don't have to watch either. them. I mean, they're just they're side stories that really mean nothing unless you really want to watch some monsters yeah at it. then again it's like with the predator lineup like uh one and two i feel like those are ones that you have to watch predators predators is cool predators is cool um uh that's about it really <laughs> i haven't seen the predator or yeah. the Predatoring yet. The Predator. The Predator. The predator. I haven't seen that one yet. And I don't know if I'm going to watch that one. I feel like if I watch The Predator, it's only going to make me like the first two more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even though, like, Predator 1 and 2 is the reverse of what we're talking about here, I feel like Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best movie oh, yeah. of all of them. Yeah. Predator 2, Predator very with cool. Danny Glover, is really cool, yeah. and I like that they put it in a city setting. Um, they kind of, but I don't like that they kind of set it a little bit in the future. Yeah. Whereas, like, Predator is set in our normal time for your period of that. 87 or whatever. Like, was, whenever the movie year. came yeah. out, that's when it was set in. Yeah. Um, that would be so good. Oh, yeah. That's a cam cast right there. Oh, Predator. Absolutely. 100% going to get the Predator. And eventually we'll get to every single James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. We'll do the run. There's going to be a lot of them. We'll get there. a lot of them. But, yeah. Aliens. 
awesome. Yeah, if you haven't seen Aliens, watch Aliens. Uh, I guess, for me, a lot of this is not just talking about the movies that we love or discuss movies that maybe we don't like. Uh, a large part of that, for me, is because we're older, and we I know that our tar like our audience isn't as old as us. Some of them are younger, some of them are older, but uh, my whole... I, I want more people to watch these movies, or just watch movies in general. Mm -hmm. I realize... The more we do this, the more I think about it myself, that I've watched so many movies over the course of my life. So, like I said this to a guy at work, we were talking about The Departed. We are talking about how amazing The Departed is. And I said, like, The Departed is so good that, like, I remember, like, I watched the Korean movie before this. Mm -hmm. Because I just watched movies. So I, I saw a Korean movie, so I was watching it, and I was like, man, this is amazing. Yep. So when I watched The Departed, I was like... This is an updated, this is like an Americanized version. This is crazy cool. That's really good. So just even something as simple as saying it. And then he went, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, no, I just watched so many movies. So yeah, it's it's based off a movie called Infernal Affairs. It's actually based, the entire Departed movie is all three of the Infernal Affairs movies <laughs> in one. That's why it's like four hours long. And it's done by Martin Scorsese. So yeah. it's great. But it's like, I'm hoping to... Continue hanging out with my best friend and talking about the stuff we would normally talk about. But I'm also hoping that you guys, who haven't seen these movies, watch these movies and then let us know like if you liked it or not liked it. Or even if you have watched it, let us know if you liked it or not. I'm open, hoping to open a dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. Because there might be movies that you guys have seen that we haven't. Probably not. But there's a possibility. Yeah. You know, and then you could say, hey, you know, Chris, based on what I've learned about you in the last couple of years and all your Geek Pants stuff, I think you guys would like this movie. We'll watch this movie. We, we might even do something like a live camcast of us watching this movie so you get our live reactions to this. Mm -hmm. Unless the movie's terrible, and in which case we'll just talk about it normally. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. The, but like, help us grow this channel because you guys have been helping us grow this as it is. We've already changed the format a bit. Let us know if you like the new format. If you don't, let me know so I can rub it in Ken's face. That's right, because it was my call. It was his call. He pulled a director rank on me. Mm -hmm. Listen up. I do 90% of the work on these things, so I'm going to make 100% of the calls, which is fair. Just so so maybe go James Cameron on you. Yeah. Get the water tank. Yeah, get the water tank, <laughs> and then hang out until yeah. I tell you it's okay to get out. You can come out in 20 hours. But <laughs> long story short, you're already helping us grow it, so let's do this together. Yeah. Take my hand, Geek Pantsers. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> then we'll, we'll center it a bit. There we oh, go. Okay. Uh, now, Kevin, I've done this before, but where can we be seen? Chris, we can see you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We can be heard. I didn't ask you this yet. But it's good to know where Done. we can be seen. But where can we be heard? Ah, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, what? SoundCloud. Oh, wow. Anything else? Um, no, I think I'll just leave it at, I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. All right. Okay. Love you too, Geek Pantsers. <laughs>